What's up, everybody, and welcome to Rondell's Unpopular Opinion Podcast. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that, and I appreciate you. So if you're tuned in via Anchor, if you are tuned in via Apple, if you're tuned in via Spotify, welcome to the podcast. Now, we're going to get into some tech talk today because I got sent an article, and shout out to my girl Nadia for sending me this story from CNBC on Bill Gates leaving the Microsoft board effective immediately. And I want to explain to you guys why this is such an imperative story because of what has been taking place during the past couple of weeks with the coronavirus hysteria. And I believe that the coronavirus hysteria definitely much so is tied to Bill Gates' decision to step down from the Microsoft board. Now, a lot of people probably are thinking, wait, isn't Bill Gates, the CEO of Microsoft, and no, that is not what Bill Gates' title was to Microsoft. Bill Gates was a founder and he co-founded the Microsoft company with Paul Allen back in 1975. Paul Allen is now deceased and now it's just Bill Gates. Bill Gates is on, or was on rather, the Microsoft board of directors. Now, if there's one thing that Harvard taught me was You will want to be on the board of directors versus being a CEO. And I'm going to tell you why with the organizational structure of the organizational hierarchy, right? The CEO is appointed by the board of directors. So pretty much, for example, let's say if that CEO is performing misconduct or they have some uh, performance integrity issues with that CEO, the board of director will oversee and handle that situation and either tell the CEO whether or not they can keep their job or if they need to start boxing up their shit and exiting stage left. They have or will even go to the extent to hire outside legal counsel to also investigate the CEO if they need to like Best Buy did, but that's a whole nother different podcast, which I'm going to touch on in another episode because Best Buy definitely got some drama. Y'all, they got some tea. All right. Um, they too have been affected by the coronavirus as many, you know, businesses have, but like I said, a completely separate podcast. Now, earlier this week, when we saw that the coronavirus was pretty much doing uh, impact or detriment to New York City and to a few other places within the United States, a viral video came out showing and showcasing Bill Gates speaking of a viral infection and the detriment that it can do to uh, global health and also to the market. This video was that was recorded and, you know, streamed from Ted.com, this seminar that Bill Gates was at and he was speaking at was four years ago. So everything that Bill Gates was pretty much saying four years ago is manifesting right now. And in the video, he was stating how he's very much so invested into, and when he said we, I'm assuming he meant, you know, he and uh, the Melinda Gates Foundation are very much so invested into, you know, this type of stuff. They are very much open and transparent about how they believe in population control and how they invest heavily into population control. So when you think about something like the coronavirus or COVID-19 and the impact that it's making, it is everything that Bill Gates said it would be 
four years ago, that it would be a pandemic, that the world would not be ready for it. They would not be able to handle it and that it would be detrimental to the market. And if you look at what's going on on the market, it is literally frightening because like I said, Bill Gates stated in that video that it could send, that the viral infection can do way more damage than a war can economically. And it can send the market into a downward spiral, $3 trillion, y'all. And the S&P 500, the NASDAQ, the Dow Jones have been down consecutive. I believe, I don't even know how many days at this point. I'm going to say, I'm going to give it a ballpark of like 10 days straight that the market has really been plummeting, sinking. Like, I mean, like 11, 12, 1300 points. And, you know, people have not seen something like this happen before. CEO Larry Fink of BlackRock stated that this was going to take place. And he predicted this as well. Years ago, he was speaking about it. He has not stopped speaking about it. He said that a recession like no other is going to take place. And I believe them because they're already 10 steps ahead of the game. All right. While we're 20 steps back, they're 50 steps ahead. Now, I find it crazy how Bill Gates stated that he was going to leave the Microsoft board immediately Friday the 13th. And this is a statement that he pretty much gave. In the statement, he said not only is he stepping away from the Microsoft board, he is also stepping away from the Berkshire Hathaway board. And this is what he stated. I have made the decision to step down from both the public boards on which I serve, which is the Microsoft and Berkshire Hathaway to, de uh, to dedicate more time to quote unquote philanthropic priorities, including global health and development, education, and my increasing engagement in tackling climate change. The leadership at the Berkshire companies and Microsoft has never been stronger. So the time is right to take this step. With respect to Microsoft stepping down from the board in no way means I'm stepping away from the company. Microsoft will always be an important part of my life and I will continue to be engaged and the technical leadership with the technical leadership to help shape the vision and achieve the company's ambitious goals. I feel more optimistic than ever about the progress the company is now making and how it could continue to benefit the world. Now, Microsoft is a powerhouse, all right? It is a tech powerhouse and Bill Gates, the board of directors and the CEO of the company have been able to make it one of the most highly valued companies in the world with a market cap of $1.21 trillion, all right? So this is not something small scale that he is walking away from, but I will say this. You got to understand that in the tech uh, world, a lot of its resources are sourced or stem from or originate overseas. And a lot of these places where the coronavirus has had a major, major impact. Right. And like I said, I will get to Best Buy in another episode, but Best Buy is now seeing a decrease in inventory due to um, its vendors not being able to produce inventory. People are running around literally like chickens with their head cut off overseas, trying to basically funnel the inventory into the U.S. 
to continue to make profit, but you can't work if everyone is quarantined. So I find it very um, interesting that Bill Gates is stepping away from Microsoft after all these years, all right? And after he stated that a huge recession is coming, a huge recession is coming because please believe that he he has assets and he always going to be good no matter what's going on on the fucking market. But he stated this four years ago. It's manifesting right now. And he's walking away from what basically um, acquired his wealth and his status to basically go and invest more into I'm just going to keep it funky all the way real population control. That's probably one of his main priorities. He's tired of being an investor. He's tired of being on the outs. You know what I'm saying? He's ready to kind of really go all in and get his hands dirty now. We're really investing in that. When he states philanthropic priorities, priorities to who? To you and your elitist friends, maybe? Including global health and development. Like I said, if you research his interviews, if you research his seminars, if you research um, his speaking events at these universities, at these Ivy League schools, he will blatantly tell you that he is a proud investor into population control and eugenics. And you also can't really deny the fact of this may be something that may be a characteristic within the lineage of the Gates family, because we know that his father was well-connected to Margaret Sanger, who is the founder of Planned Parenthood. His father actually sat on the board for Planned Parenthood when they first initiated and when they first came about as an organization. We all know that Margaret Sanger was a profound and well-known racist, and we know that she was one who said that, you know, people of color are like weeds that need to be exterminated. She was very much so a supporter of the KKK in their movement. And Bill Gates' father definitely supported her in her, um, her mission to basically uh, develop Planned Parenthood, which is why many people believe that Planned Parenthood was founded on racist roots. And um, you can't blame him for, you know, believing that you you really can't because the proof is in the pudding. And this is just fact. This is not conspiracy theory. These are things that these people have said. And this is stuff that has been documented on record. So there's no conspiracy here. This is just really the truth. This is the stuff that people don't want to look into. They don't want to read about. They don't want to read books about. They don't want to listen to the two hour seminars where these CEOs are speaking I'm telling you firsthand, someone who has studied business and who has no, who has had no choice but to listen to these CEOs talk in order to provide a case study. This is the type of stuff that they invest into from your Bill Gates to your Jeffrey Epstein's. They invest into these initiatives and it seems as though Bill Gates wants to keep investing in those initiatives which is why he has decided he's so serious about it that he's willing to sacrifice Microsoft and being on the board to do it. Bill Gates walking away from the Microsoft board is definitely going to affect the stock, which all stocks are pretty much affected at this point. But um, Bill Gates also does not want to, it would be uh, counterproductive for Bill Gates to sit on the board and try to clean up 
um, or basically contribute to adding value to the market, right? Through him being a board member for a tech company after the market has been destroyed by the coronavirus to sit there and try to figure out how to move forward on, on a fiscal year spectrum. And he pretty much states that he kind of really invests into these type of, you know, scientific initiatives for population control. You know, it's just like, okay, you're here trying to help after you done harmed, right? It's just like, it's weird. It's like a drug dealer who states that they want to give out turkeys on Thanksgiving, but they just sold dope to the next door neighbor, right? Like that money that the, the next door neighbor gave you to buy that dope could have been used to buy the turkey that you just gave away. It's just crazy to me, right? But I need for people to pay attention. I know that we get caught up in the memes. We get caught up in the jokes and the laughs and, you know, nicknaming stuff and doing crazy things and putting it on social media for clicks and views and likes and laughs. But we also need to be cognizant of what is going on around us and what is going on as far as these, uh, you know, very upper echelon people who are very powerful and very wealthy and who um, have power, very much so power and the decisions that they're making because there's a reason behind the why. And a lot of people, you know, we just may not be really privy to the ins and outs and the real meat and potatoes of the why, but you gotta watch what these elitists do. You gotta watch what the upper echelon do because it's a method to their madness. If you look at what happened with the credit bureau company that had the data breach and it went, Literally, it was viral, like everywhere, all over the news. Everyone was reporting on it. How could this happen? The executive leaders of the company, I believe it was Equifax that had the data breach where everybody's information pretty much got leaked, right? Social security numbers, address, all that shit. If you read a few months back, I believe four months back, the executive leaders of Equifax sold all of their stock months before, you know what I'm saying? The data breach happened. That's not a coincidence. They knew something was up and they knew that economically Equifax would suffer and they was not trying to lose. So they got rid of that stock ASAP. I just need y'all to pay attention and see how these people move and there's a reason behind the why and there's a method to the madness, y'all. But thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Um, if you have me on Instagram, let me know what you think about this. And if you don't have me on Instagram, hit me up on Instagram. Here she is, Rondell. And that's hair like hair on your head. She is two underscores, Rondell. Follow me on Instagram. I will follow you back. We can get the conversation popping about it. I will be posting the uh, screenshot of the article also on my YouTube channel or my community feed to kind of really get my YouTube uh, subscribers kind of really talking about this and kind of really getting their perspective on it because I want to know. I really want to know. But until the next episode, y'all, y'all be well. Y'all take care of yourself and your families. And I will check y'all in the next one. Peace.